0: 17 Tishrei, Yud Zayin Tishrei, Zadik His Life, nineteen, one twenty-two. In the summer of 5562, 1802, before he left Zlatopolia for Breslov, the Rebbe was in Bredichev together with his father, the sainted Chassid Reb Simcha of blessed memory. This was at the time when the opposition stirred up by the Shpala was in full force. In the course of the controversy, the Shbalizadeh had said he would bring letters from all the well known Sadikim, all of whom were opposed to Rabbi Nachman. In fact, the complete opposite happened. Letters arrived for Rabbi Nachman from all the well known Sadikim, all of whom gave him their support with great affection and wrote bitterly against the Shbalizadeh. Letters came from Rabbi Levi of Berdichev, Rabbi Gedalia of Linitz, the Rebbe's uncle Rabbi Baruch, Rabbi Zev Wolf of Charny Ostrov. Rebbe Avram Kaliskar, and the Rebbe's in laws, Rebbe Labish of Volachisk and Rebbe Avram Dov of Chmelnik. All of these tzaddikim wrote letters showing great respect and deep love for the Rebbe and contempt for the Zedah. For his part, however, the Zedah paid no attention to them but pressed on with his gratuitous opposition. Rebbe Nachman's wisdom, his praises, twenty two. The Rebbe revealed that only in the Holy Land can one attain true serenity the opposite extreme of fierce anger. For this reason, Moses longed to cross over the Jordan to the promised land. We learn this from the verse, and Moses hurried and bowed down to the ground. Exodus thirty-four eight. Our sages ask, What did Moses see? He saw great serenity. Sanhedrin 111b The Rebbe also took pride in his extreme modesty, This may seem like a contradiction, but he was actually humble to the ultimate degree. He said, One has not attained the true humility unless he is on such a high level that he himself can say that he is modest. This was the level of Moses, who could write about himself, and the man Moses was very humble, more than any other man. Numbers 12.2 It was also the level of the saintly Rabbi Joseph, who said, Do not mention that humility no longer exists, for I am still alive. Sota 49b. The Rebbe also attained the level where he could take pride in his tremendous humility, since he had annihilated his ego completely. 23. The Rebbe said, I have banished pride from every part of my body. There are some people who are humble, but still have a trace of pride in their hearts. Others have discarded all vanity from their bodies, but still have a vestige in an arm or a leg. The Rebbe attained absolute humility in every part of his body. His heart and his limbs were absolutely nullified. The Aleph Bet Book Faith A. 48. When the nations insult us a great deal, it is a sign that Mashiach's arrival is imminent. 49. The house of God will not be built until haughtiness ceases to exist. 50. The spirit of unity that will exist among Jews will bring Mashiach. 51. Mashiach will come in a year of blessing. 52. Mashiach won't come until all the souls have been emptied from the body of primordial man. 53. When a person marries his daughter to a Torah scholar, or benefits a scholar with his possessions, or engages in business on the scholar's behalf, he merits being resurrected from the dead. 54. The breath from a liar's mouth gives rise to the evil inclination. When Mashiach comes, falsehood will cease to exist, and so there will be no evil inclination in the world. Kitzer Likutei Moharan 1. Lesson number 6. 11. Humility is the most crucial element of repentance. In other words, a person must let himself be trampled on like a desert. Ereven 54a and not pay the slightest attention to the opposition and insults he receives. Rather, he must hold on to the attribute of silence, and be one of those who listen to their own disgrace and do not respond. Shabbat 88b Then he is truly called wise, and merits repentance, which is the concept of keter. Through this, he merits true and eternal honor, which is God's honor, and a good portion in the world to come. This is his primary repentance and rectification for all of his transgressions. Through it, he will merit to be included in the man who sits on the throne, from which judgment goes out to all the inhabitants of the world. 12. A person must always endeavor to look for every merit and every bit of good that it is possible to find in the Jewish people, and to judge every Jew favorably, even those who oppose him and humiliate him. Then he will always be saved from strife, and in this way he makes a precious crown for God with all kinds of jewels. Lesson number seven, and these are the laws. Exodus 21.1 1. The redemption of the Jewish people primarily depends on faith, since the main cause of the exile is none other than the lack of faith. 2. Prayer is integrally bound up with faith. Prayer is founded on the belief, the faith, that there exists a Creator who has the power to generate entirely new phenomena in whatever way he wishes. On the basis of this faith, a person then prays to God that he should fulfill his request. In turn, he is able to bring about miracles in the world that defy the laws of nature. 3. The essence of faith, and accordingly also of prayer and of miracles, is only in the land of Israel. This is the main conduit through which prayers ascend and a person can accomplish what he needs with his prayers as well as bring about true miracles and wonders in the world. 4. Faith, prayer, miracles, and the land of Israel are all one concept and are all dependent on one another. Rabbi Nachman's Stories The King and the Emperor He had some very excellent wine on the ship and he gave some to the sailors. They became very drunk The young merchant then went home and told his father and relatives about his bride. Meanwhile, the sailors became drunk and left the ship. They fell asleep and lay on the ground in a drunken stupor. While the merchant's entire family was getting ready to welcome her, the emperor's daughter untied the ship from the dock. She unfurled the sails and sailed the ship. When the merchant's family arrived at the dock, they did not find anything The elder merchant was furious at his son. Believe me, cried the son, I brought home a ship filled with goods. But they saw nothing. Ask the sailors, he said. The father went to ask them, but they were lying there drunk. When they woke up, he asked them, but they had no idea what had happened to them. They only knew that they had brought a fully laden ship, but now they were completely ignorant of its whereabouts. The elder merchant was furious with his son and he banished him from his house. He told him that he never wanted to see him again. The son left his father and became a vagrant wanderer. Restore my soul, Likutei Moharan. 35. Use every ploy you can think of to bring yourself to joy. Depression does tremendous damage. Make every effort to rid yourself of it completely. One way is to search within yourself until you find the good points. Another thing Remember the words of the morning blessing you did not make me a heathen, but for many people, the best way to come to joy is through jokes and laughter. The ma forty eight thirty six know that in this world man has to pass along a very narrow bridge. The main thing is not to be afraid The two forty forty eight thirty seven At times a person can reach the very gates of holiness, but then he falls away. All the forces of the other side, the evil one himself, array themselves against him with tremendous force and refuse to let him enter the gates. He feels crushed. He may give up completely. But this is the way of the evil one and the forces of the other side. A man gets close to the gates of holiness. He is on the verge of entering. They spy him, and they hurl themselves against him with all their might. It takes tremendous strength to stand against them and hold your ground. If you slip or fall or feel confused, you should pay no attention. Be strong, fight back, and do what you can to serve God. It may take days, it may take many years. In the end, be assured that with the help of God you will enter the gates of holiness. For God is filled with love. He longs for our service every twist and turn even the faintest motion that a man makes to draw himself inch by inch from the grossness of the world toward the service of god all are collected together every step every gesture every movement is gathered up and they are all bound together they all come to help him at the very moment he needs it most in his time of trouble dikutip maharani 248 rebnussen's letters year 1 letter number 11 The important thing now is that you correct the things I alluded to in this letter. Make sure to get to Uman at least once a year, without fail. Rain, snow, absolutely nothing should get in your way. And make a point of coming to see me once in a while. If you can make it for Rosh Hashanah when we are all together, so much the better. But any time you're in Uman, you will meet many members of our group. You might also invite me sometime to visit for a few days. Maybe we can speak heart to heart and illuminate each other's good points. Maybe we can receive from each other, rouse each other, and remind ourselves of what we are meant to be doing in this world, where we come from, and where we are going. Avot one. Maybe we can appreciate the incredible thing God has done for us by bringing us near to the point of truth, to that pure, clear light, that luminary of luminaries. I beg you, my dear friend, Listen to what I'm saying. I am talking to you honestly and sincerely for your own benefit and for the good of your offspring who will come after you, the eminent, and may they follow in your footsteps. God, words of truth and right, from them in this world and the next and even more than this. I am forced to stop right here. Is all explained clearly in the Rebbe's holy books. Study them closely, read them over and over, and never leave them. There is nothing better. Please, my dear friend, write me a letter immediately and tell me everything. If you can send me some kind of contribution, that would be excellent, because things are extremely tight. I know, though, that you cannot contribute as you once could. Still, you ought to give as much as you can afford, and perhaps even more. You should not be stingy, because this is something with eternal value." It is especially appropriate now, since you have to travel. In a situation such as this, one must often pay many bribes. So as long as you are bribing, why not also give charity to our comrades? For charity is called bribery, as the verse states, a bribe given prudently pacifies anger. Proverbs 21:14. Such bribery will give you success in this world and the next. I do not need to say any more to a generous person such as you. The words of your true friend forever, who lovingly seeks your well-being always and desires your success in this world and the next. The insignificant Nussin, son of Reb Naftali Hertz, may his mention be a blessing of Breslov. To his eminent son Reb Shlomo, may his light shine. Once again, for to him too, who desires the purest truth and may God and grant him success in all his endeavors. The words of your eternal friend, Nassim, the same. Reb Letters, Year 2 Letter number 240 With Thanks to God, Friday, Erev Shabbat, the 36th day of the numbering of the children of Israel, 5597 Greetings to my dear beloved son, the learned Reb Yitzchak, may his light shine, and to all his family, greetings and abundant salvation. I received all your letters and I was greatly relieved to hear about the improved health of your son, my precious grandson David Svi. may he live. It is good to thank God for the past and to request for the future, that he enjoy a long happy life spent in Torah and in the true service of God. May you merit to raise him in joy and satisfaction to Torah, Chuppah, and good deeds. It is time for the morning prayers and I cannot write much at all, but your enormous desire for my letters forced me to put pen to paper for you. Be certain to inform me through the bearer of this letter as much as you can about what is going on there. God is my hope that everything is really a great favor, that these, our troubles, are the very things that are making us strong. Medrush Tanchuma, Thank God who has kept us from being prey for their teeth. So much has His compassion helped us and has His loving kindness stayed with us that we have even merited to hear and collect new Torah teachings such as these. There is nothing like them. They are our life and our length of days for us, for our whole future generations, and for all the generations of the seed of Israel, your servants. The Rebbe will finish what he started and will quickly make absolute truth known for the sake of his, God's name. Now we must praise the Master of all that we have merited to be in the Rebbe's portion and that He, God, separated us from those who attack truth such as this. They are attacking their own life source, for no one loves Israel as the Rebbe does. Salvation is in God's hands. May He have compassion on His people, and may the truth shine within all of them. There is only one truth, and if they leap over mountains, jump over hills, and stretch their tongues until they reach up to the heavens in order to refute it, God forbid, The truth is still its own witness and will stand forever. Truth will sprout from the ground. It will sprout from the ground, as it says in the Midrash, Shemot Rabbah, 1.13. On the verse, they will rise from the land, literally from the land. Because when Israel is down on the ground, that is precisely when they rise up. Thus it is written, Our souls are bent down in the dust. Our bellies cleave to the ground. Rise up and help us, redeem us for the sake of your kindness. Psalms 44.26 The words of one calling from the straits. But I see God's miracles and exalted acts of salvation amid the straits and great stress, until I genuinely merit to rejoice over them wholeheartedly, waiting for great salvation through God's loving kindness. Nason of Breslov. (inaudible) Shemot HaTzadikim Ve'ele haba El David Harosh Ahieser, Yoash, B'nai Hashma'ah Hagivati, Yaziel Vafelet, B'nai Azmavet, Baracha, Yehu Antoti, Yeshmaya Hagivoni, Yirmia, Yahaziel, Yohanan Yozavad Hagiderati, Eluzai, Yerimot, Va'alya, Shmaryahu, Shifat Yahu Hakarufi, El Kana, Azar El, yoezer Yashavam Yeshavam Yoela, Zavadya, Bnei Yerucham, Ezer Harosh, Ovdaya, eliav, Mishmana, Yirmia, Atai, Eliel, Yohanan, Elzavad, yermiyahu, Machbani, Adnach, Yozavad, Yidi'ael, michael, Yozavad, Elihu, Tziltai, yehoyada Hanagid, L'Aharon, Tzadok, Avinadav, Uza, achio, Uriel Hasar, Asaya Hasar, Yoel Hasar, Shemaya Hasar, Eliel Hasar, Aminadav Hasar, Tzadok ve'viatar ha'kohanim. Zechariahu ben, Ya'aziel, Shemiramot, Yichiel, Uni, Eliyav, V'niyahu, Ma'aseyahu, Matisyahu, Eliflehu, Mikneyahu Ovid Edom, Ye'iel, Hasso'arim. Azaz Yahu, Yahu, Verahya, Elkanah, Shivanyahu, Yoshafat, Netanel, Amasai, Zecharyahu, Venayahu, Eliezer. Ribnasen. Prayers one. Prayer number ten. Master of all the worlds, ruler of all, you revealed your godly power and rule to the world through our forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Through them, Your greatness and holiness were manifested from generation to generation until we received your holy Torah through Moses, your faithful prophet. Then all the peoples and nations saw your greatness and power. They saw the many miracles you performed for us when you took us out of Egypt and split the Red Sea and helped us to victory in the war against Amalek. Your godliness was revealed to everyone on earth. Even the most distant people saw your power. Then Jethro came and converted, and he said, Now I know that Hashem is greater than all gods. At that moment, your name was exalted, magnified, and sanctified above and below. It is when those who are furthest away from you come to acknowledge your godliness and power that your greatness and supremacy are most evident, and your great and blessed name is most magnified, sanctified, and exalted. Have pity on one so far away. I have therefore come before you, Hashem, my God, and God of my fathers, to appeal to you. I'm calling to you from the ends of the earth. Loving God, have pity on me. I am so far from you. I feel so rejected. It's as if I've been driven away. Through the power of your love and mercy, bring me closer to you. Call a halt to my troubles. From now on, start drawing me closer and closer. You have let us know through the teachings of your sages that your greatness is most revealed when those who are furthest away come genuinely closer and begin to serve you. I may be completely distant from you. Even so, please do not treat me according to my sins. Don't judge me according to the wrong I have done. Even when people are far from you, you are near to them. Won't it be precisely through me that your blessed name will be most exalted, praised, and magnified? when you bring someone as far far away as myself closer to you? For your greatness is most revealed when those who are furthest away come genuinely close to you. Hashem, please teach me to order my prayer properly and to express myself clearly with words that will arouse your love and kindness. Send me pure, beautiful words and let my prayer flow from my mouth in a way that will please and gratify you. Arouse your hidden love for me, and bring me close to you. I am so far from you, I feel myself distanced from you in countless different ways. Reach out to me here, in the place where I am, and draw me close to you out of pure love, that powerful, endless, awesome love that you have hidden in your treasuries, a love that no contrary force of judgment or accusation has the power to restrain, a love that extends even to those who have reached the furthest limits of alienation and rejection and can bring them back. Do it for your sake, if not for mine. Do it for your sake and save me. Bring me close to you. Inspire me with determination to serve you the way I should and strengthen me in the fear of heaven. Take me by the hand and release me from all the evil traits and desires that are entrenched in my body and which constantly hold me back from you. The exile of the soul. You alone know how desperately I need help and how my soul needs help on every level, my nefesh, ruach, and neshama. My soul originates in the greatest heights, where she enjoyed the embrace of her Father in Heaven. But to come down into this world, she has had to enter a gross material body like this. Woe for the Son who has been exiled from his Father's table! Your holy intention was for my own good that I should be placed in a position of challenge in this lowly world. It is up to me to use my free will to overcome the physical limitations of my body and conquer the passions of my heart, in order to come to know you in this lowly world, which is so totally remote from your holiness. What should I do, Heavenly Father? I have not been able to receive your great goodness. I have not taken care of my soul, and I have not made the effort to control my desires. You have tried me, but you did not find what you wanted. My years have been wasted on vanity and emptiness because of my bodily appetites, which have remained entrenched in me from earliest childhood until today. Every day I wait and hope for genuine spiritual redemption, but my hopes have been disappointed. Each day my urges attack me with ever greater force. I have no one to rely on except you, my Father in Heaven. Have pity on me. Be kind to me, even though I have nothing to give you in return. Love me like a father loves his children. Answer me, Father, answer me. Answer me, Creator, answer me. Answer me, Redeemer, answer me. Bring me to follow the path of your statutes and observe your laws. Help me and save me. Please, Hashem, save my soul from all the evil traits and desires that are still entrenched in my body, both those I was born with. For I was conceived in guilt, and my mother was heated with sin, and those I myself have allowed to develop through failing to make sufficient effort to fight to overcome them. Free me from all of them from now on. Help me lead a good life in the future. Grant me wisdom, understanding, good counsel, strength, and power, so that I will be able to save my soul from destruction and keep myself well away from all bad traits and desires. Help me eradicate them completely. Let my body be pure and cleansed of all lusts and evil, and help me attain the holiness and purity that befits a Jew.